Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver and I am the producer of this podcast, Tea Time with Dr. Tarver. I am a licensed psychologist in Georgia and it is time for the tea. Tea Time with Dr. Tarver is a wellness podcast. It is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health provider. So welcome to the second Wednesday in September. Stay safe September, as I'm calling it, and we are going to be looking at resiliency and protective factors this month. There are so many things going on in the news, and and this is a timely discussion as we look at things such as body boundaries, body image. Uh, We discussed last week sexual identity, having and developing a a healthy sexual identity as we look at factors related to recovery, and as we also just talk about ways that you can dictate how you are going to be safe in your skin, in your space, in the environments around you, and with the people who you choose to share your life with. So we are engaged in this five-part series, as I discussed uh, last week, we talked about sexual identity. This week, we are going to be shifting directions. Um, and, and truthfully, we are in a time where people are making a lot of rules and regulations and statements about who we should be, um, particularly around our gender, our sexual orientation, and also just around how we can express ourselves, how we show up, what we, what we are able to fight for and, and who to fight with. And so I think it's really important as we discuss today's topic that you really think about messages that you have received over your lifetime about your body. As we discuss today, you need to cover that up, creating a healthy body image. So there is no shortage of examples of people focusing on bodies, whether that's television, whether that is in social media, it's rampant social media, whether it's those ads that pop up that tell you to get a surgery to tuck this um, and reduce this or tighten this or workout videos or trainers or food or pills, supplements, all of these things designed to talk to us about, hey, clearly you don't like something about your body. Let us figure out how to help you get to the place we want you to be. The majority of people actually have experienced at some point in our lives some issues with our body image. It may be a particular part of our body we don't like, or it may be certain aspects of our body abilities that we don't like. And this may happen as early as childhood, but it may also develop later in life as our bodies change, as things happen uh, to us then there are some things in our body that can become different. Illness can affect our body, accidents, trauma, a lot of ways our bodies become different. And then of course our family of origin. Uh, you know, We oftentimes compare ourselves to the families that we grow up in. We, uh, what do we always say? Well, you know, they're built a little different in that family. So there is constant messages that we receive throughout our life about our body. So let's let's talk a little bit about um, when was your first time that you became aware of your body, of your body image, of that there were aspects of your body that you maybe really liked and maybe aspects of your body that you didn't like 
as much. Do you remember that first time that you became self-conscious where somebody maybe made a statement or engaged in a behavior that made you feel uncomfortable about a certain part of your body? Maybe your breast developed earlier or later than your peers or other people in your family. Maybe it was your height or your shoe size, which we often equate um, not rationally to penis size. Um, maybe it was your legs or your hips or your stomach, your neck, your head, your chin. Um, perhaps it was your lips or your nose or your eyes. Maybe someone said to you at some point, hey, you need to focus on this as you get older. This particular part of your body doesn't do well when we age or like, well, you know, for you, you're going to have to be concerned about this thing um, throughout your life. Sometimes the messages we hear are positive and it allows us to create a healthy body image. But unfortunately, sometimes those messages are not positive and that can lead to us not feeling real great about ourselves and, and, and having worth issues and engaging in a lot of comparison behaviors. We get into this of uh, these thought patterns of focusing on what I don't have and also what I don't want. So when we talk about body image, I think it's important, I alluded to this earlier, for us to understand a few different things. So 2004, Morrison and Morrison, um, great article, uh, and, and they're talking about the different aspects of body image, one being the function, so what can our body do? Um, and then the other part of body image being the aesthetics, what we look like. And we often focus more on the aesthetics, uh, especially in social media. But really, body image is comprised of both of those things, our abilities and, and the way we perceive that we look. Um, men are more often judged actually by their abilities, whereas women, we are judged more often by our looks. And also Morrison and Morrison found that people tend to overestimate what others find attractive. So what are some of the influences on body image? Um, family, right? Family of origin, you know that that is my, my favorite, the place where I'm gonna always get back to, that family of origin. I'm going to bring it in one way or the other. And so family is a huge part of how our body image develops. They can be affirming and they can teach us how to love ourselves and allow us to have good body boundaries and teach us to respect our bodies and allow us to understand that our bodies will change over time and that's not a bad thing and accepting the skin that we're in. On the other end of that, families can also be uh, negative sources of body image. If we see family members constantly engaging in dieting behaviors, if there's a negative talk about body image, a lot of people talk about when they would come home for family reunions or, or maybe home for a church service or home for the holidays, that people frequently will make comments about their bodies. Oh, you've gained a little weight, haven't you? You must be enjoying yourself, must be in a good relationship or uh, gain that, that uh, freshman 15. Uh, and then also what people end up doing is they have this tendency in families to crack jokes about changes in your body or the way that your body looks in comparison to other people's bodies. So we see a lot of that comparison behavior going on in families. Uh, oh, you, your, your brother has more of a slim athletic build. You know, you kind of you kind of thick, uh, more husky. Right. And even just the terminology of that. What does it 
allow us to think about being called slim, being called stretch, being called big, being called little, right? So how does that allow us to see ourselves and, and our body images? And then we also like to, we like to touch on each other. So people will come up and they uh, will, will mess with the, the fat underneath your arm or touch your chin or pinch your love handles or smack you on the booty, just really inappropriate things that allow us to feel uncomfortable and self-conscious about parts of our body. Maybe you've heard, well, don't you want to put a little cover up on? Or maybe you should put on a little sweater with that. Or maybe you should put on a jacket. Uh, I don't really think that's for your body type. Mm, other people can wear that. You really can't. You might want to stick to these kind of things. Right? So these messages, even if they're subtle or, or, or uh, sometimes more overt, they resonate with us and they linger with us. And so that's where our mind goes to when we start looking at ourselves is these comments or these behaviors that we've seen in our families. Another thing that affects us is how we perceive things. Perspective is really important. So the way that we are wired cognitively shows up when it comes to our body image as well. If we see things in a more negative light, right? So the half empty versus half full perspective, then we tend to have more of a negative body image. Um, if we are flaw focused, so instead of strengths and characteristics that are positive about me, if I continue to look at my flaws more often than not, then I'm going to have a negative body image. If I'm you know, a person that feels easily rejected or slighted, then I'm going to tend to hear information in a critical way, even if it was not given in a critical way, because I'm feeling those things about myself. So I end up projecting that onto other people. And then there's the societal influences, right? So we know that you can't get away from the cultural, which are our family or the societal, which is all of the things around us. Um, bullying has become increasingly more popular, especially cyberbullying. You see people trolling on social media. Somebody will have a post up and there'll be all these negative comments about what that person looked like, not what they said, not what they're being celebrated for, but what they look like. You see a lot of negative body image statements from people tending, uh, intended for them to be jokes. But, you know, jokes are only funny if they're funny to, to the giver and the receiver. And oftentimes these are things masked as jokes, which are really just tearing people down and being critical. Um, there's a lot of performance pressure too. So if you're an athlete um, or if you are a, um, a dancer, a musician um, in um, a media career, there are a lot of things that will encourage you to be slender, that will encourage you to um, have a certain body look and body type. And we do know that people often are hired because of their relative attractiveness um, or because of their physical appearance. Now, we know that that's discrimination, but we do know that it exists. And, and particularly, as we discussed earlier, for women, it is going to be more focused on that attractiveness. For men, it's going to be focused more on that ability. How much can you lift? What kind of things can you do around here? How many uh, male teachers can attest to people come and get them for everything? At, at the job. Hey, can you come take care of this, fix this, lift this, move this, right? So there are a lot of ways that body image shows up in, in our workplace and in extracurricular activities or hobbies, the other things that we enjoy. Could also uh, be affected by your religious upbringing. Um, you, you may have heard before people talk about keeping yourself neat around the waist. Um, you're not gonna find a partner 
if you don't make sure that you take care of your body. You want to attend to your temple, right? And so it may be phrased in different ways, but it essentially saying to you, you need to make sure that you look appealing to other people, which makes us question, well, do I? Do I look appealing to other people? And another thing that can affect us is what other people find attractive. So whatever, uh, and you all can probably go back over the past decades, there's always some kind of look that's trending. It might be um, lighter skin with wavy hair. It might be darker skin with um, hips and round buttocks. It might be a thin athletic look. It might be um, a power lifter look. But there are always these, uh, the, the singer um, who is, who is uh, these K-pop guys that I just call them pretty. Uh, they're just so pretty. Um, they, they look so manicured, their hair is so perfect and their little skin is so clear. Um, but whatever it is that is trending, that often influences how we feel about ourselves. So if I don't look like that, then I may deem that I'm unattractive or something is wrong with my body. So how then do we create a positive body image? Well, it's really important that, and this is particularly true as we're raising our, our young ones, uh, you don't always need to focus on body image, on attractiveness, on ability. Focus on the, a person's work ethic and determination as they go forth and try to uh, learn something new or um, try something that they haven't tried before, right? So we wanna be able to focus on a variety of things in people, their strengths, um, their purpose, uh, the things that they do that stand out about them, the, their creativity, right? So we wanna be able to see a full person, which goes into us creating this healthy body image. You all probably have heard people say um, to younger kids, like, oh, you're so pretty, or oh, um, your hair is so long and, and beautiful or, oh, uh, you're such a handsome uh, young man or, oh, he's going to be really built. Right. And what do these things do? That means if I'm not that anymore, or if that changes, then I could be underdeveloped and seeing myself in any other way. So my self-esteem is going to take a huge hit if at some point in my life I don't have those things or at the very least no one is commenting about them. Compliment people on what you admire about them that is not related to their body image. And it is important for us to compliment people because compliments are one of the ways we create a healthy body image. So at that family reunion or gathering for the holidays, when we say, oh my goodness, I see how well you've been doing at school. Uh, I understand you made the dean's list this year. I heard you got through a very tough class. Tell me all about it, right? So we're investing in a person and not in their appearance and not in their physical abilities, right? None of us is gonna be in great shape forever. And I know that for those of you who are very fit and health conscious, you are thinking, yes, I am. But you never know what might happen. There could be injury that could happen in your life. There could be illness that happens in your life. You may end up being in a space where you're a caregiver. You don't have the time to give to taking care of yourself. You can go through mental health issues. All kinds of things can affect our ability to maintain a shape as we age. Um, gravity looks a little different as we get a little older, right? So our bodies are going to change and being kind to yourself in those spaces 
of learning to love your body, all of its parts, all of the way it changes, and that you instead focus on how do I have a healthy sense of self? Am I nurturing myself? Am I doing loving things for myself, kind things to myself? Am I making sure I get enough rest? Am I putting things in my body that make me feel good? Am I making sure that I'm attending to my stress and my pain? My, my, the things in our bodies that show up, our headaches, our neck aches and back um, and knees. And, and, and am I taking the time to make sure that I'm keeping this machine well run, well oiled, as they say. So I'm investing in me in that way is a better way to have a healthy body image. Comparison behaviors are absolutely destructive. So you do not need to be looking at other people thinking, oh, I wish I had that or only if I did. And this is why sometimes we engage in and, and mind you, I am pro you doing whatever you want to do for your body. So if you want to go get a tummy tuck or a butt lift or a breast lift or reduction, then please do so. Do so for healthy reasons. Do so for your empowerment. Don't do so because you feel like that's going to make you feel like this or get the attention that this other person gets or feel better about your body because worth is still going to be there. That issue of worth that you have that you don't feel good about you is not going to change just because you alter the outside. If you have not addressed the inside, what's causing you to feel that way. But yeah, if you like, you know what? I'm working hard, but my body is just not keeping up. Let me go get a little help with uh, getting some of them. Yes, by all means, exercise. Um, and, and we don't want to be excessive with our exercise because exercise can become compulsive and then it's dangerous to you. And then it, it becomes um, an issue. It can be uh, engaged or, or related to some some body um, image issues like eating disorders or body dysmorphia. So we want to make sure that we're exercising for promoting our health, maintaining our health, as opposed to restricting or using exercise excessively. Um, and, and these, I think these ideas that we have about what we should look like, to get back to that, I got off a little track there, to get back to these issues of what we should look like, compare you to you. How do I want to show up? How do I want to appear? For some people, that's their attire, their hair, for some people, that's their skin. For some people, that's their um, uh, physical wellness. For some people, that's their spiritual. Whatever it is for you, you decide how you want to show up that makes you feel good about you. And you compare you to you. Hey, how am I doing with my own goals? How am I doing with making sure that I feel good about me, that I'm showing up in the skin that I'm in, in ways that make me feel good about this skin? Start asking your question, yourself questions about things other than what you're looking like. But what are you, what are you capable of? What are you proud of? How has your body helped you to achieve things? Write those things down because I think it's important for us to be able to differentiate um, between the different aspects of our body so that we can find body affirming ways to talk about ourselves in terms of our abilities and in terms of what we look like, right? Because again, both and. Um, and there may be some other questions that you want to ask yourself as you're developing affirmations, because that's another good way to develop a positive body image. 
What are my strengths? What are my personality traits? Uh, what skills do I have that, that allow me to stand out? What have I contributed to this world around me? What do I do that allows me to be successful? How have I supported others utilizing my strengths? How have other, people's prof- how have other people profited from the strengths, my purpose, my gifts? Um, how would people describe me? Because sometimes it's hard for us to see our own strengths and it's easier for other people to see them. So I do encourage people like, hey, survey a few folks. Write down what they say as you're building your own affirmations. And, and most importantly, spend time with people who are supportive and affirming and body loving. Right. Because we want to make sure that we're not continuing to hear negative messages. And it may be important for you all to really look at what you're following on social media, what you're watching and what you're looking at. Because, again, social media is food, too. So you're intaking all of those things in as well. So there's a lot of negative messages about bodies. There's a lot of attack going on, particularly around um, what may be an issue for you. Then you might want to limit your access to those kind of things and look at more positive body focused people, positive, affirming, um, strength based people as you're working to have that positive body image about yourself. The goal is to love you and to be a fully realized body uh, affirming being. Right. So we want you to get to that place where you walk by a mirror and not just do what we do when we don't like the way we look where you just like, OK, let me make sure that, that my, my face is clean and, and, and my clothes are on correctly and I'm matching, but actually look at you and say, you know what? I appreciate you looking good today. All right. You all be well.